0: edge podcast my name is phil and
1: i'm stacy
0: and today we're going to be discussing the 2022 film nope written and directed by jordan peele this is uh his third film he started out with get out followed it up with us and now he did nope and his transcendency that he made is something that at never seen before it's pretty amazing yeah. um for years me and stacy have been watching him in horror, or not horror in comedy <laughs> stuff the keen Peel show was one of our favorites when it was uh live i mean th- th- there's nothing better than the uh A. 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 Ron skit
1: yeah probably <laughs> my favorite skit
0: i know that he's not in that one uh directly but i'm sure that he heavily helped uh jordan uh michael Keane to write that um very, very funny dude, and when his first movie was coming out Get Out, which, have you seen that? No. We'll have to correct that one. Uh, when that movie first came out, everybody's just like, that dude's doing horror. Are you serious? Yeah,
1: it, I think it's a huge jump, and um, not many have been able to kind of get out of that genre that they're known for, but I think he jumped to the complete opposite of what he's known for, and he's really succeeding.
0: Yeah, he's he's extraordinarily made a name for himself. A lot of people are saying that he's one of the better uh people to write movies out there right now. One of the best directors, which is a stretch because he's only made 3 movies, but his uh, camera work, his directing skills, his ability to find actors and actresses is absolutely amazing. What he can get him to do on screen is great. Him writing these stories. Yeah. Amazing. Um Let's dive into this film because I don't want to discuss anything about it before we uh, really break it down. So first we're going to do the uh, rating of the movie, 1 through 10, 1 dog shit terrible, 10 absolutely amazing, 5. Movie's average. It's not going to piss you off that you saw it at the same time. You're not going to go home crying about it. Uh, Where did you give this movie?
1: I gave it an 8. Okay. Um, Not that it wasn't phenomenal but it wasn't like a a 10 for me Mm -hmm. so an 8 was really good i loved the opening i thought the movie really captured my attention from start to finish like you were talking about the camera angles the visuals the the acting um and the story overall just really had me want more
0: Sorry, I was messing with my mic. <laughs> uh, I was actually recording the beginning of that at the back of the mic, wondering why I was so quiet, but here I am now.
1: <laughs> so what would you rate this movie?
0: So I struggled with it a little bit. when I I watched this in theaters before we saw it just now. This is your f- first, first viewing night. of it. And uh, my first time that I walked out of there, I was just like, that's spectacular it is what jordan peele was trying to get out of the movie he's making a spectacle um this time i gave it a seven out of ten the Still a solid uh, absolutely the, the actors and actresses all did a very good job i talked to a couple of my friends who saw it they, they didn't like the uh guy who portrayed oj uh in this movie daniel cuvier um I thought that he played a very good part. Most farmers are completely isolated. They're very quiet. They're very kept to themselves, and yeah. that's what this character was. And Kiki Palmer is Emerald uh, Haywood. It was one of my favorite characters that I've seen. In... She
1: looked familiar, but I couldn't put my finger
0: on it. I don't know her at all, but no, her character...
1: Name sounds familiar.
0: Yeah, when I looked it up, there were no films that I had uh, recognized. She was previously in... Uh, Alice, Hustlers, and Pimp are her most known ones. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was also in Lightyear, the recent Disney thing. A couple other ones, but I I didn't recognize her at all. But my God, was her character awesome in this movie.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And what I was going to say is um, what I've noticed, not that I've seen all of the Jordan Peele movies, but obviously I've seen previews, he seems to find actors and actresses that are maybe like, I don't want to say undiscovered. That's not the right word, but people that I wouldn't yep. recognize. And then you watch the movie and you're like, wow, that was great. Like they really portrayed that um, part really well, which I think is a talent in itself. Absolutely. As a
0: and one thing that definitely pushes to the uh, front of the picture is race. He definitely wants uh, to hire black actors, black actresses, and stuff like that. And sometimes it's difficult to talk about. Let's be real. We're two white people. We're talking about a movie uh, that race is definitely something that is – pretty much in the forefront it's not pushed on you like it is in get out when we watch get out that's going to be a difficult one to break down uh but it it's still something that you need to kind of push yourself out of your comfort zone to talk about i, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie i had a great time with yeah. it uh it, it was awesome from start to finish it really Absolutely. was now why i did not give it a 10 out of 10 is the third act kind of Didn't do it for me. First act, phenomenal. Second act, once they kind of discovered what they were working with, really good. Third act, when everything was full blown balls to the wall, it it left a little bit to be desired for me.
1: And I did have a lot of like confusion.
0: I figured there would be a lot of it in there for you. (laughs) Yeah,
1: you know me, I can't really catch on unless it's kind of spelled out black and white, you know, right in the forefront. Um, but even with that, it still kept my attention. It kept my wanting to see kind of how how this all panned out.
0: Yep. All right, uh, let's dive into a little bit of trivia that I saw. Now, there was nothing crazy. uh, Once again, new movies. IMDb does not have the best trivia out there in the world. Let's be real. Two or three years down the road, there may be a lot more that's divulged in here. Um, But keep in mind, some of this may be spoilers. If you have not seen this uh, film yet, I would highly recommend going to check it out before.
1: And we um, did stream it on Peacock. That's how we saw it.
0: Correct. It's on Peacock. I know for a fact that it's on Redbox right now. I just saw it there yesterday. Um, and it's video on demand, wherever you, it is that you get your video on demands. So, Kiki Palmer's introductory scene, in which Emerald delivers her energetic and fast talking monologue about her family history, which was supposed to be a safety meeting on the set of a film, uh, that was shot 14 different times. The whole time. Uh, Jordan Peele described each one as a very wildly different. So uh, he was having her give a whole bunch of different, hey, let's throw all this stuff out there and figure out which one works best. And the one that they picked was perfect.
1: Absolutely.
0: So I'm glad that he kept beating that dead horse
1: Uh
0: and uh, drove that one home because it worked really well. After the release of the film's trailer, there was a Super Bowl commercial that was pushed out as well. Uh, viewers began theorizing that the film may involve an alien invasion, believing that the title was an acronym for Not of Planet Earth, hmm. despite the plot, uh, entire plot being kept under wraps the whole time. I know when I first saw this trailer, I was like, oh, cool. Jordan Peele's going back into comedy. <laughs> I had no idea what it was about. Um and just seeing like the cowboy stuff and uh just do go nope uh uh-uh i thought that was like a parody of a horror movie or something like that yeah so i figured he was going back into his comedy roots but that couldn't have been more wrong um jordan peele cites that king kong Uh, 1933, Jurassic Park from 93, Close Encounters of the Third Kind from 77, Signs from 2002, and The Wizard of Oz are all major influences on the film and he considers these films as examples of addition to spectacle, which spectacle is a major theme throughout the entire film.
1: There's only one movie in there that you listed that I have not seen. Close Encounters Uh,
0: Encounters of the Third Kind. I I saw it once as a kid. I don't remember anything about it. Um, maybe it's one that we can rewatch. We'll see. We got a whole lot of films to knock out still. <laughs> um, Steve Yoon's character Jupe has a large pair of metal scissors on his desk, which are the same exact scissors prominently featured in Jordan Peele's previous film Oz, which was oh. just two years before this. Uh, it, and that's one thing that I didn't talk about is his films have all been relatively close to one another, and it's amazing of. Him being the writer and director of these things and being able to push all these ideas out this quick, yeah. it, you, you gotta know that when he was doing his skit comedy thing, he was coming up with these ideas and writing them down. You can obviously tell the man's a huge fan of horror movies, yeah. and, and it definitely goes to show. Um, I mean, with Get Out being in 2017, um, 2019 for us, and then 2022, so within. A span of five years he written directed and launched three movies that's
1: impressive
0: all of which are very highly rated i on imdb this one's a 6.9 out of 10 for nope which is incredible it's absolutely awesome it's even got one hundred and sixty (laughs) four thousand votes uh this was actually the first horror film that was filmed in imax as well which i did not know um so let's see if there's anything else in here that uh he very specifically picked buck and the preacher who feature prominently throughout the film and jordan peele said that is the first film that i know of that had a black cowboy represented in it the myth that cowboys were just white guys running around is just not true but we don't know that because of hollywood and the romanticized view of a very brutalized era the Mm -hmm. film shares a similar spirit so yep pretty cool uh on here somewhere uh the fries location was a very popular electronic chain uh out in california and some of those western states uh they had all been closed they went bankrupt and closed uh but they closed before the filming of this movie uh by about a year so they actually had to recreate fries uh on set in order to (laughs) do this And uh, one other cool thing is Jupiter's Claim has been a permanent addition to the uh, studios down there, which they turned into a uh, Halloween haunted house type of thing.
1: I did see something about that, because I saw, um, maybe it was on a TikTok or something, that Jordan Peele had surprised the guests, and he was on the set at, at one point.
0: Yep. This one's pretty cool, but it definitely does contain spoilers, so once again... Please don't listen if you haven't seen it. When Juop is first describing the Gordy attack, he tells OJ and Emerald that it lasted 6 minutes and 13 seconds. Later on, when he's doing the show with the Star Lasso Experience, he said that he first saw the a- alien six months ago at 6.13 p.m.
1: I did recognize that.
0: Yeah, I-, I caught on to that one as well. I thought that it was pretty neat, though. After seeing the film, a fam on Twitter proclaimed Jordan Peele the greatest hard director of all time. Peele quickly responded with, I love your enthusiasm, but I just will not tolerate any John Carpenter slander.
1: <laughs> Keith
0: David starred in two of Carpenter's best loved alien films, The Thing and They Live, and appeared in this film as OJ and Emerald's father.
1: Oh,
0: wow. So, pretty cool. Um,. Yeah, so let's uh, dive into a scene by scene breakdown of this film. Once again, fourth time that I've said it, go watch this movie. Definitely worth your time. Don't yeah. don't sit there and watch a scene by scene breakdown. Well, this movie starts with uh, uh, words on the screen, completely black screen. I will cast abominable filth at you, make you vile, and make you a spectacle. Naham 3-6. So it looks like they started with a verse of uh, Spectacle. Spectacle is a constant theme throughout this movie. Now, when I first saw this movie, I jumped on YouTube and watched a bunch of YouTube videos on this film, like people reviewing it, people breaking it down, because I understood it. I'm not saying that I didn't, but I... I was kind of torn with how I felt about it. And people think that Jordan Peele is like this guy who creates a million uh, secret little things. Everything has so many meanings built into it.
1: Not uh, Easter
0: eggs. Not even Easter eggs. Just like uh, they may say, for example, Nope. Nope is the name of the film. Not a planet Earth. People think that he thinks that deep about every single thing scene in his movies i don't really think that that's true but he definitely does like a uh theme theme of this movie spectacle controlling which you should not be able to control and it's a really cool idea and the movie opens with this disaster scene from this uh fictional 80 late 80s early 90s sitcom tv show that they called the gordy show um And these are some of the coolest fucking uh, spots in this movie. I love every single time they go back to the Gordy show. Uh, It it creates such awesome tension. It is brutal as hell. Despite it not really showing anything, it is just outright, it makes you chill to your core.
1: Yeah. Uh, And I like how... Throughout the movie, you kind of see a little bit more and a little bit more. And I like what a movie does that it. it kind of doesn't just whip the band aid off and show you everything. It teases at it, but in a way that your mind is wandering to kind of fill the pieces until the end.
0: Yep. So, all they see in this one is originally it's going through the uh, title card and you just hear noises. You hear thumping, you hear a gorilla. kind of making like uh, visual grunts. You hear people crying in the background. Balloons popping. um, And then it shows this visual of Gordy the chimp and he's just covered in blood and he's sitting there and he's playing with there's a woman laying on the ground next to him, motionless and he's playing with her foot picking it up and tossing it down. He rips his uh, he's got a little birthday hat on. He rips that shit off. And then boom that's it that's all that you see of it so cool i I wish that they did so much more of this just give me a gordy movie (laughs) that's all i want give me a gordy movie now um so from here we go to uh oj's horse farm uh it's pitch not pitch dark but it's very very early in the morning and oj and his dad are both awake and working their asses off already um This horse farm is actually uh, for productions of movies. They use their horses in movies, so they train the horses while they're there. Um, And while they're there, Oda Sr. is uh, working on a horse, and he's saying, this horse is going to bring us some good money. We're not going to be in any more financial problems. And you can hear that he's like really confident in his work. He knows what he's doing 100%. OJ's just like, Okay. Whatever. Sure, Pop. And in the background here, you can kind of hear from the sky uh, people screaming, like in the distance, uh, which was pretty creepy.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and then stuff just starts to rain down from the sky, just like random debris and junk. And then you see in the background, from OJ's perspective, um, uh, his dad just falls off of the horse, just like drops dead almost yeah. um and as he gets closer you can see a key in the horse's ass as well like a key fell so with so much force that it impaled itself into the horse uh so he drives his dad over to the uh doctors and you find out that it, and it's visually brutal too like it's not focusing on it but you can see blood gushing out of his dad's eye on the yeah. way there uh when they get there Uh, it doesn't show much or how much people talking, but you can see a, uh, x-ray image of his dad and there's a coin lodged in his head. And then later on you see, uh, that the coin was removed. He's missing his eye and, uh, the coin was in a bag. It was a nickel. A nickel fell from the sky, went through his eye and killed his dad. Yeah, that's
1: insane.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one to explain to people. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Yeah, so from here, um, we are now at a movie set out in California, and O.J. is at the movie set with his horse, and uh, he's very shy, doesn't want to talk to people, and the director's there, and he's asking, hey, where's the other guy? And referring to his dad he had no idea that his dad wasn't showing up because his dad obviously did these gigs previously and uh somebody's just like oh yeah he died uh, yeah. it was a tragic thing where some type of airplane accident was their parts fell out and hit him and the guy it, he showed no compassion he's just like shit that's who we work with yeah. <laughs> he, he's pissed yeah. and oj's hearing all of this so anyway the d- director uh tells oj to give a quick safety meeting And you can tell that he's not comfortable with people at all. He's waiting for his sister to come and say, no, we're not all here yet. Uh, Well, we are. So go ahead and give us a safety meeting. So he's trying to – he's really struggling with it. And then his sister walks in, Emerald, and she comes in with all the fucking energy in the world. (laughs) She's bouncing up and down on her way in to talk to the people. Uh, So she's supposed to be giving the safety meeting, but instead she discusses the family history of uh, her great – Excuse me, her great-great-granddad was in the first motion picture ever. And then she shows the video, and it's just a a dude on a horse. It's like a two-second clip. She's like, that jockey is my great-great-grandfather. And then uh, for safety, don't look at the horse. Do this. Have your cell phones off, please. And I star in movies. I ride motorcycles. I do my own choreography. I do this. I do that. I do this. If you want anything, here's my number. (laughs) And that was the end of it. So she mentioned like five seconds worth of safety and three minutes of her. (laughs) Um, and OJ keeps telling her like, yo, calm down with this. Sis, this is about the business, not you. Yeah. And, uh, so the director tells him, all right, let's let's uh, let's get rapping on this, and O.J.'s telling him, hey, man, you need to slow down. Let's let's take a quick break, and the director's just like, nope, our actress is ready. That means that you're ready, yeah. and uh, they put this mirror in front of the horse's eyes, and it kicks the actress, so then they get kicked out of the set despite O.J. telling the guy, hey, we need the money. He's like, yeah, well sorry yeah (laughs) uh and then they bring this uh fake horse in (laughs) which was pretty funny so they just throw a cgi horse in the film now since they couldn't have this one um so oj's driving her sister back and he's just asking her so where do you want me to drop you off she's like well i'm going with you no no you're not where are you going you're not going with me
1: yeah you can Uh, feel the tension between the two of them and the personalities are completely opposite 100% super bubbly super like personable and oj is not he's just i don't want to do this i want to you know just be with my horses on the ranch
0: yeah he's just oj yeah that's it uh so they drive to a place called jupiter's claim which is kind of like a uh westerny amusement park i guess would be a good way to say it without rides um and they go there to sell their horse to try and make their ends meet. Basically they have no money and she's asking him, uh, how many horses have you sold this guy so far? He sold 10 to this guy. Um, so this is how they've been staying afloat as they've been selling their horses that they've been training forever to Jude. Yeah. So as they're coming in, the receptionist is talking to a customer on the phone, kind of in the background, not really meant for you to listen to, but there for you to hear if you want to. And, uh, I didn't catch this my first go around, but she was talking to somebody telling them that they're going to be having the best live show ever and they're invited to the premiere of it. Yeah. Did you catch on to that?
1: I did catch on that she was inviting like media, she said, to the show.
0: Yeah, I don't think that it was media. I think that it was, uh, it could have been. I'm not sure. Did they say anything about it being media? I thought that they were just inviting like a previous guest or something, a VIP
1: i thought i heard
0: media but i could be wrong okay well either way oj is talking to jupe about selling the horse and emerald keeps jumping in uh because she's looking around his office not caring about the sale but just once again her and she sees all these photos of jupe as a kid and he was a sheriff uh or he was a kid in a cowboy show And then she finds another picture of Gordy, like from a Mad TV comic, and he says, yeah, I was in that show too, Uh, Gordy's Home, the show, uh, and OJ keeps bringing him back in, trying to say, hey, let's get this deal done about this damn thing, but then (laughs) he ends up getting up and showing Emerald his secret room that he has. It's like a pop-out door, and he has all tons of Gordy memorabilia in there. Uh, including at the very beginning, you saw a shoe that was just standing straight up that he said was some type of miracle. Um, and he was talking about this SNL skit that they did, uh, basically making fun of what happened there that day. And you can tell that Jupe cares about nothing but his popularity.
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh,
0: because people died that day and all that he cares about is it made him famous. Um. So then, once again, it it cuts back to a scene of Gordy's home where he is a kid, but he's underneath the table crying while everything is happening. And then it cuts right back to now. Jupe offered uh, to buy the ranch, but OJ instantly refused because he cares very much about the place. Uh, Emerald didn't hear it at the time, so it was just the two of them. Um, OJ and Emerald... uh, Get back home. They're drinking, smoking some weed. Emerald sees some photos of Jean Jacket, which is the horse at that was supposed to be hers for her ninth birthday. But uh, her dad got a gig at in Hollywood with the horse, so instantly it wasn't hers anymore. It was for the business.
1: Yeah, so you can see where his dad, Otis, and um, OJ are very similar in that they only care about really the horses in the ranch. They don't care about the popularity, unlike Emerald.
0: Yeah, and she lost all interest in the thing because Dad only cared about work, he didn't care about her. So she wanted nothing to do with it. She wanted people to care about her, and that's why she moved into the show business thing, because of Jean Jacket. That That's my understanding of connecting the dots there. Um, so from here, uh, the horse... It was pretty funny. They were going through different movies that they thought that the horse was used for. He's like, actually, the horse was used for Scorpion King. It was the first job that was ever on, and they didn't even use the horse. They ended up using something else, camels. <laughs> camels, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty funny. I remember seeing the Scorpion King in theaters as a kid because it was The Rock's first movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh So Emerald mentions ghosts in the arena, and then boom, cuts to a screen and says ghost. OJ goes outside and finds Ghost, which is one of their horses, uh, where he shouldn't be. And he's just talking to him. Like he goes and he leans up against the fence and he's talking to him like two guys having a beer together. <laughs> <That's very laughs> it, it's such a cool scene showing how much OJ bonds with these animals. Yes. The, these animals are not uh there for profit these animals are part of his family and he, he definitely acts like it in this scene uh beautiful shots too so they're in uh like a desert section of california and man the farm scenes with seeing all the dunes in the background the sun rising or setting it's just freaking awesome um emerald is in the house and she's just blasting music uh, in his dance and' dancing, it's pretty funny. ghost takes off and o j goes looking for him in the tractor and he hears Jupe's loudspeakers talking about a spectacle. so as he's looking for him in this little tractor, he ends up over at Jupe's property, and the lights are on in some arena in the background, and you can very quietly hearing jupe uh practice a speech about a spectacle. And then you hear shrieking noises in the distance, and the power goes out back at the ranch, and OJ sees something in the sky, something – so power goes back on in the ranch, and he goes back there. Admiral is playing tapes from a security camera because she's creeped out about what was going on and can see that something's bothering OJ, and he gets it out of him. Uh, you can tell instantly in this scene, She, despite the differences, she truly cares about O.J. Yeah. Uh, they have a good connection between each other. And uh, O.J. says, I saw something in the sky. Ooh, what was it? I don't know. It was big, and it was fast. And uh, so they instantly go to Fry's Electronics. Emerald wants to get a good security camera to get a shot of the UFO to get money. And it's pretty funny. As they're walking around, they're going about well, why don't we just take a photo with our camera or something like that? Oh, that's not good enough. I want the Oprah shot. <laughs> and they constantly mention it as the Oprah shot, yeah. which was pretty funny. Um, so from here, uh, they meet Angel at Fry's. He's the checkout guy, and he wants to install the equipment for him. They initially decline, and then he, he just looks at him. They're like, hey, is this difficult to install? And Angel's like, for me, no. Yeah. <laughs> you won't be able to, though. <laughs> so then it cuts to Angel at the house unloading all the gear. Yeah. <laughs> and as he's unloading the gear, he just stops and screams. <laughs> he's <laughs> like what's up man he's like i just sorry man sorry i just broke up four-year relationship and he starts showing pictures to oj like he cares and oj is not a people person he's just like get away from me i I really don't give a damn like
1: are you gonna get these cameras up
0: like come on and emerald's very much to the point like oj didn't want to say it but emerald had no problem saying yeah why don't you just get to work (laughs) so they're getting all the cameras set up, and uh, they're talking about, uh, so are these things good for uh, when power goes out? And they're like, yeah, it's battery backup, so it's no problem. They're like, what about when the batteries go out? He's like, the batteries just don't go out unless if you're, like, chasing UFOs.
1: And then silence. <laughs> He's like,
0: are you are you are you guys really chasing UFOs? <laughs> <laughs> Angel's a very him. cool character in yes. this movie. I, I really enjoy him. Uh, so they finish setting everything up and uh, he has all the cameras set up and he's showing OJ and OJ's like, Hey, can you point those things up? And he's like, Yeah, no problem. He moves them up a little bit, keeps pointing up. Yeah. It's like, all right. Keeps pointing up. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> so now they're pointing at nothing in the sky. And he's just like You guys really are trying to catch UFO, aren't you? (laughs) Well, if you want, I can monitor from, uh, uh, from from fries and, uh, help you guys get the right shot. Nope. (laughs) They instantly refuse his work and Emerald's telling him that he needs to leave. And he's like, well, all right, whatever. And he goes to leave and he's like, oh, one more thing. My boss is going to call. Emerald just cuts him off. Yep. Five stars, Angel. Five stars. (laughs) Uh, so Emerald, uh then leaves and she comes back and, uh, she calls OJ over to show her, uh, she stole Jupe's training horse with some flags in his mouth, <laughs> so they now have a freaking uh, training horse. And Jup's just like, what the hell are you doing? And she's like, well, we needed one of these, and now I got us one of these. <laughs> so then Jupe shows up to the damn place uh, to invite them to his spectacle, and uh, they see them unloading the training horse, and Jupe's like, huh, I got training horses just like that where did you guys and then emerald cuts off? where did you get yours <laughs> it was a funny scene yeah um so then uh um they're like okay well what do we do now and uh and og's like well we got to go to work and emerald just laughs at him yeah, <laughs> i'm, not doing, like, I'm not doing that shit so now we got the cut screen to clover OJ is making a mirror like the one uh, that freaked out his horse inside of the studio sets. That way he can train his horse with that mirror. So that way the horses don't get freaked out. So he learned from his mistake and now he's adapting to overcome over it. Yeah. Uh, and while he's in there, his horse in the barn starts freaking out. And he goes in to check what what's going on. And the lights are on in the barn. And the sprinklers are on in the barn. And he had them off. So he flicks them off. And he starts to walk out, and then the lights and the sprinklers turn back on. And he, you can tell that he's freaked out, and he goes, fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> and as he's walking out, he decides, no, something's going on here, I need to record So he pulls his phone out and goes to record it, and you can see these things, aliens poking their heads out of places yeah. it was funny when i was in the theaters people lost their shit during this scene it oh, was really? funny as hell and they're like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh hell no hell no <laughs>
1: yeah it had me like kind of on my, the edge of my seat i was like what's going on okay because like at this point you don't know if that's where the movie's kind of heading yeah So i was like all right cool aliens now, now i know it's aliens that's what was yeah was up
0: so then all of a sudden, one of the aliens slowly comes down behind him. He turns around, sees it, punches him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, uh, and then the, it was just kids and masks. And they yell, don't mess with Jupiter's claim. And run out, and it was Jupe's kids. They were there for retaliation because they knew that they stole the horse. Yeah. So Jupe sent his kids over there, and he ended up punching one of his kids in the face. Funny. <laughs> so Angels is in fries after they shut down and hacks into OJ's cameras despite them saying no, and finds a prey mantis blocking the camera view so he can't see anything. And back at the house, Emerald is there looking at the cameras— Power flickered out for a minute and then it came back on. And Angel calls her and is like, hey, camera B is down and a a bug is blocking camera A. She's like, didn't I tell you not to listen? He's like, listen, camera B is down. That means something's going on. Get that bug out of camera A so we can get the shot of what you need to. OJ grabs Clover and goes to bring him back and sees the power flicker. And the horse just runs away from him. And then he turns around and... He sees the decoy, the ant- horse decoy, sucked up into the cloud, and you can see the flag dangling from below the cloud. Very, very cool visual. So he knows that th- the thing is over there now. And OJ and Emerald can see the cloud, and OJ runs away from it, but you see something moving from cloud to cloud. OJ hears his horse screeching, and a poof of dust, and then the thing flies away. Uh, Emerald wants to... Uh, leave it. But what the hell did I write there? Oh, Emerald wants to leave, and OJ's just like I can't leave my horses behind. Yeah, no, I'm not leaving them. I I have work to do. So despite him being scared, he cares about his horses so much that he's not going to leave them behind. So the next day, uh, Emerald is or Angel. What the hell am I talking about? <laughs> I
1: don't know. You must have had a little bit too much to drink.
0: Yeah. Uh. Anyway, Emerald decides that the film – they're not going to be able to film this themselves. So she ends up calling Antlers, uh, who was the film person in the movie that they were on set for, very, very much a uh, highly accredited filmer in this type of place, especially for nature type of films. So while she's calling him, he's watching like messed up movies that he filmed of animals attacking animals and stuff like that yeah. and he's always looking for the perfect shot and uh he basically just says no i'm not going to do it um
1: i like the nickname he gave her horse girl
0: horse girl and yeah she jumped right on it too she's like oh yeah my uh brother Horse her, horse, horse boy
1: yeah <laughs> i thought that was funny
0: yeah so angel shows up to the house at this point and uh he's showing them the video he's like hey do you see anything with this video they're like yep that cloud doesn't move as a matter of fact that cloud hasn't moved for six months since my dad died maybe longer damn (laughs) it was such a cool time lapse video that they took too yeah uh, really, really neat way to show that there was something there. They don't have a shot of it, so they have no proof. At Emerald's like, there's our shot. They're like, what, what does that prove? Could just be some type of anomaly in the sky. Right. It doesn't show anything. So, OJ uh, then says, well, what if it's not an alien spaceship? They're just like, what? What if that's not a ship? And then the next cutscene, Gordy, 1998 and we get a film of the Gordy show before the attack uh, and everybody's there the little girl on site uh, got Gordy a bunch of balloons as a present and as he opens it up one of the balloons pops and that pop is what made Gordy just lose his shit and now we're from behind the scenes after the pop so the yeah. camera is going from behind the scenes and back and we hear thumping and uh, Jupe is under the table while Gordy's just fucking people up. He sees that the woman that he was next to originally is still alive, and he goes over there and he eats her face. Like, literally just eats it. Uh, And then the dad of the set comes over to try and calm Gordy down, and then Gordy goes into the other room and beats him to death. Um, And then we get the scene that we initially got of Gordy taking his... uh, Hat off, and then Gordy sees Jupe underneath the table, and then he goes up to him. One thing that I forgot to mention before, inside of Jupe's cave, he had a picture of him and Gordy doing a fist bump. Yeah. And he says that's the first exploding fist bump that was ever on TV. It was me and Gordy, and Gordy tries to give Jupe under the table a fist bump, and right before their hands connect, <laughs> Gordy gets shot in the head.
1: Yeah. It was
0: gruesome. <laughs> it was brutal. Uh, and uh, then it cuts to Jupe and his secretary. I can't tell if it's the secretary or if that's his wife. I think it's both. Yeah, it very well could be. Uh, but they're prepping for the first live show. So she's having him go over his lines one last time and make sure that they're ready, and she's amping them up for it. And then next cutscene Lucky. OJ leaves to go get Lucky back from Jupe. Lucky is the first horse that we saw him sold, which ended up being the 10th horse. And Joop is doing his live show At the time Um, Mary Jo Elliott is there Whose face was destroyed She was the girl from the TV show um, and he invited her back. There's 20-ish people there. I didn't know exactly how many, but they were there to watch the live debut. And Jupe calls the uh, spaceship the viewers. He believes that they trust him. And the live event is showing them that the spaceship that they can see from the distance. Um, so he says he sees it. Because he can see the clouds and something is there And he's like well despite it not being on time They're ready and we're not going to leave them running So let's go And power starts cutting in and out And people are looking up at the sky to see it And he goes to release the horse uh, For the Spaceship to gather the horse up And the horse doesn't Leave So that makes the uh, thing come To them And it sucks all the people at Jupiter's claim up Every one of them, kids, adults, all of them, sucks them up, and it is so intense because it shows the people inside of this tube that is basically its feeding tube, and they're just so tight, they're so claustrophobic, and they're just getting squeezed to death. Yeah, slowly.
1: That was such a cool visual um, to see, kind of like on the inside going up. Yeah, and have the panic of what the hell is going on It play out in real time that was so cool
0: it was terrifying the first time that i saw it um i remember that i saw it at imax and the sounds that was going on at the time the screaming the thumping the popping sounds oh my god it was like claustrophobia is one of the big things that gets me and that hit every uh aspect that it possibly could hit And the fact that all those kids were there and they're right up there with it. Yeah,
1: especially because it happened so quickly.
0: Yeah. So O.J. arrives at Jupiter's claim and he's looking around. No one's there, but it looks like some type of disaster happened. He sees Lucky. The horse is still there, so it was smart and it never left the cage and therefore it never got sucked up. And um, O.J. sees something in the clouds and he also hears popping and people screaming. Uh, from up in the clouds and then the thing flies down and goes to suck up oj but it knocks him out so oj wakes up to hearing noises overhead and lucky comes over to him now we're back at the other place and oj leaves or angel leaves work for the night and oj calls emerald to tell her what he just saw and he said it's not a ship Angel's driving away from his car um but his car shuts off And O.J. tells Emerald it's an animal. It ate them. It ate all of them. It's territorial, and this is its home. So O.J. knows what's going on at this time, Yeah. that this is not a spaceship. This is actually an animal of some type, uh, some type of alien or something. So Emerald can hear people screaming in the distance from overhead, and then all of a sudden the rain stops over the house. Such a cool visual of downpour rain, and then... It just stops, but it's still downpour raining outside, just not over the house. Yeah. And uh, when Emerald uh, looks up, Angel is there with her. Um, things just start falling down from the sky, and then you just see it raining blood and yeah. guts on top of the house, like so disgusting. That's
1: an awesome scene. The camera work from this visual was yeah. amazing. I mean, just it was like a blood river.
0: Yeah, O.J. peeks out of his car and sees it's right over him, and he just looks out and says, nope, (laughs) and goes back into this truck, shuts the door. So the thing spits the uh, fake horse out at the car, the horse decoy, and O.J. wakes up in the morning, and he goes to uh, the van and gets a flashback of telling people not to look in the horse's eyes over at the uh set and here he's kind of getting the idea of why this thing never got him he never looked at it yeah and because he didn't make eye contact with it for whatever reason once again this falls apart in the third act for me um because he didn't make eye contact then the thing didn't get him um So reporters are over at the Jupiter's Claim, and they're saying 40 people are missing. They have no clues. They have no idea what happened to all these people, but obviously something happened inside of this park because it's just destroyed. Yeah, OJ uh, tells them that it won't eat you if you look it in the eye. Then they go back to the ranch, and they let Lucky out, and Antlers is back to film the thing. OJ says that the horse and the flags got stuck in its windpipe, uh, we didn't bring it down, though. That was... Jupe got caught trying to tame a predator. Like, And Antlers jumped in. He said, oh yeah, like Sigf- Sigfrid and Roy. So it's a pretty neat real-world example of what they're trying to do. Once again, Spectacles, Sigfrid and Roy, magicians, but they use real-life uh tigers and stuff and then they you can't tame that forever one of them attacked i believe that was roy and severely injured him like destroyed his spinal cord he required a lot of surgeries to be right again yeah that was uh antlers who said it uh he kind of whispered it almost uh as uh oj was saying that you can't tame a predator
1: but that's awesome Mm -hmm. i mean that really I like that. I wish I would have caught up. Yeah, it
0: drives it home. Uh, It goes to Jupe trying to uh, jupe and the director is trying to tame gordy which yeah. is a wild animal goes to jupe trying didn't learn his lesson he's now trying to tame this space craft thing the yeah. visitor and then once again talking about Siegfried and roy uh basically just saying he, he can't do this it's not worth the spectacle
1: yeah.
0: and is asking how we get this thing out to film it and oj says uh he'll do it basically uh, Antler says anything with the spirit can be broke, Uh, which is pretty cool. So he's like, so if you break it, I'll get the shot.
1: (laughs) I like that as he was kind of getting set up for the shot, he started singing the um, one-eyed, one-horned purple people eater.
0: It sounded so dark and grim, too as yeah. he was doing it yeah. antler this is a guy who starred in a bunch of older movies uh he was big in the 90s he i believe familiar. um his name is uh michael wincott he was in talk radio uh what just happened dead man several other movies i've only seen maybe one of his movies when i was a kid But his voice is extraordinarily recognizable. Once you hear it, you're like, I know that voice. What Um, has
1: he done voice work-wise?
0: He was in Treasure Planet. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember him from Alien Resurrection. Uh, A couple other things that he's in. But I don't know what I saw that definitely made me think of him. But he was definitely up there.
1: Yeah, his voice and his face looked very recognizable. But I can't put my finger on it.
0: Yep. But he has such an awesome voice. So it's, it's... if they put him in more movies, I'll watch it just to hear his voice. It, it's such a very deep, menacing type of uh, narration that he has to him. Yeah. Very cool to see. But then it cuts to a new title screen, Jean Jacket. And everybody's staged in different locations. Emerald starts playing music to bring the creature there. And they have wacky waving and arm tube men everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Which was awesome. And anytime they see him, all that I can think about is Family Guy. Yeah. Wacky waving flayble arm two-man. Wacky waving flayble arm two-man. Here are wacky waving flayble arm two-man. We have all your wacky Mm -hmm. waving arm two-mans that you can need. (laughs) I
1: can't look at those
0: and not think of that. Oh, man. It has me die every time that I see one. (laughs) Um, So they got those all over the place. Um, To trick this thing. Yeah, they're staged uh, to kind of get the distraction and get this thing to try and grab it. Um, And it's pretty cool emerald still just like soaked in blood blood is still all over the house it's everywhere uh oj has a cover that he puts over the horse's eyes so that way it won't look at the creature and antlers is filming with a power-free video camera so there's no battery or anything it's only powered by him cranking the film and and uh, angel is helping him so they are in a different location. And as everybody's getting staged, a motorcycle is coming there. And he's a fucking dude from TMZ trying to figure out what happened to all the people at Jupiter's Claim. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty funny. The dude from TMZ, he's holding a uh, camera up like it's a gun. <laughs> Just <laughs> asking him, What well, are you afraid of the camera? Well, don't worry. I'm going to find out what's going on behind it. And, uh,. He is riding his electric bike away to try and figure out what's going on over here. He knows that something's up, and as soon as his electric motorcycle hits this EMF field or whatever it is around the creature, it just instantly shuts off and knocks him out, and he just, like, shatters his bones. So OJ goes down there to help the guy and try and grab him, and power gets cut off again, and he sees the thing, so AJ leaves him alone, and the thing sucks him up. I thought that it was a cheesy scene because he just kept yelling, like, somebody film me, somebody film this, somebody film this. Yeah. And I get what they were doing, but it didn't work for me. Um, so from here, we can hear the guy screaming over him, and OJ just looks straight down. He's not looking at this thing, but you can hear him screaming as he's getting crushed to death, and all of a sudden you just stop hearing him scream. But there's an awesome scene of the thing behind OJ as he's running away, where it's coming in sideways almost, and you can see underneath it fully as it's sucking in. Looks awesome uh antlers wasn't happy with the shot that he got due to the lighting so he climbed down the mountain and attracted the thing to get it and he was recording as he was getting sucked in was
1: which was really, really nice neat
0: scene. um so from here the thing tried getting angel but angel got hit with a tarp and then got tied up into barbed wire which was around the fence so it couldn't suck it up and uh then it chased emerald, but then she escaped as well. so at this point, the creature is changing shapes, and it kind of looks more like a jellyfish almost yeah it, it it's very weird what they were doing with it um o j distracts the creature but it's beautiful. I will say that it's an absolute beautiful design that they have for this creature, but once again doesn't work for me, yeah, the fact that this thing's changing shapes because why would it um OJ distracts the creatures so that way Emerald can escape, and he does this basically knowing he's going to die. Um, so, he's watching her and lets her know, hey, I'm watching you. Basically a reference back to when Jean Jacket was sold. He was the only one that would look back at her. He's letting her know, hey, you're being watched. You're loved. Yeah. And then she gets away. She's using the motorcycle from uh, the TMZ dude. The creature opens up Basically, it's a mouth and it's the tunnel, but it expands slowly, almost like a square, and it's going step by step by step going towards him. And uh, as she escapes, it's weird. You see a creature in the sky behind her, so I'm not sure if there are two of these things. Uh, Did you notice that?
1: Yeah, like the the creature was in such an odd shape at that point.
0: Well, the one by... uh, OJ was, but I thought that I saw another one in the sky as she was escaping. Oh, I could I be wrong. I was chasing her, but I'm not positive. Um, but Emerald makes it over to Jupiter's claim and she sees the big inflatable guy. And the creature comes to get her, but she releases the big inflatable guy. Kind of, it looked very similar to uh, was a big boy. Yeah. Uh, looked very similar to that. And as she released it, is shot up into the sky. And they have a well there, which when you look down in it, you put a quarter in, it will take a picture of you. And it's a pretty neat shot of you looking from the well. Yeah. But the top of the well was missing from the first attack. And as this creature is flying over, she's putting quarters in the thing to take pictures to get a shot of this creature because antlers went up with the camera she doesn't have it anymore right, and they so need they need the oprah shot so <laughs> the creature flies over eats the giant inflatable and flies away and as it's sucking the inflatable to eat it thinking that it was a person or something consumable the inflatable blows up inside of it which kills it because it destroys its insides and that explosion kills the creature Um, after this emerald sees reporters flooding the area, they saw something in the sky, but none of them had it. Uh, they were asking her about it and, uh, she sees OJ on his horse kind of in the sunset, like at the gates of Jupiter's claim and you're, it's meant to be, is OJ alive? Did he die? And she's seeing a vision of him. Yeah. I think that he died and she's seeing a vision of him, but I can't really tell what that was.
1: Yeah. I don't really know.
0: So, once again, the third act of this film didn't but do it for me. She did get me. the Oprah
1: shot. She
0: saying. did get the Oprah shot, absolutely. So, when she was going through the uh, photos, you could see clearly the creature above her as it's sucking up the big boy.
1: Yeah.
0: So, she got the shot. She got her fame. She got all that. And uh, that's the end of the movie. So, the last thirty minutes of this movie. It was a long film. It was about two hours and fifteen minutes or so. Uh last thirty minutes didn't do it for me. But I'm not gonna let that take what the rest of the movie was.
1: So the name of the movie Nope is because it's what is the
0: what does it stand for? Not a planet Earth. But Jordan Peele had nothing to do with that. He just called the movie Nope because the lead guy said Nope.
1: Well, that's what I
0: thought originally. Yeah. So I was like very confused. No, that, that, uh, what I was saying during the trivia is people were spectating. Oh, so that the, okay. the Speculating. yeah, uh, the trailer didn't give away anything showing that this had to do with spacecraft or anything like that, but it showed people looking up in the skies in amazement. So people thought that this was about aliens or an alien invasion or something of that amongst those lines. So they thought nope stood for something and they came up with not a planet Earth. Yeah. I don't think that that I, was, I was ever by intention. I
1: was trying to figure out if that meant something. Like they just kept saying it, or like what what was the reason for that word? He only
0: said it twice, I think, inside of the film.
1: Right, so that's why I was like, I wonder what the deal is.
0: Yeah, I, I guess that is just nope. Not dealing with that.
1: That's good. I don't know. Good.
0: Good. I don't know, but overall, good movie. Okay. Uh, who do you think would enjoy this? I
1: mean, because this
0: is not for everybody.
1: It's somebody that actually has to pay attention to the movie. You can't just kind of have it off in the background. Mm -hmm. I'm not a huge horror buff, and we've gone over that. Yep. I
0: enjoyed it. Well, I think that this has strong aspects of horror in it, but it's not like I'm trying to scare you horror. Yeah. This is more along the lines of, like, uh, very similar to some of his inspiration for this. I can see heavy Jurassic Park aspects in this. I can see Jaws, which you've never seen Jaws, and I'm never going to have you see Jaws because <laughs> I like you swimming. But uh, it it's about...
1: an amazing creature and it gives you that like that scared feeling kind of like um the hairs on the back of your neck standing up feeling unlike most horror films where it's like gore guts a guy that's going to chase you and kill you this is kind of a different Genre, yeah, of the horror films.
0: So I think most people would enjoy this. The people who wouldn't are people who cannot get over. Well, that would really never happen.
1: Yeah, yeah if That's you have realistic. that,
0: if you have that in your head, then you're not going to enjoy this film because it's definitely not for you. But, either but
1: other, can can um some of these other horror movies like sure. So.
0: But what I'm saying is it's not for everybody. This yeah. is not like uh, Aliens, which I think, despite you saying, hey, I don't believe this, that's an action movie, so you can just go along for the ride. Terminator,
1: yeah. it's
0: a horror aspect to a it. lot
1: of action in it.
0: No. No, but I'm saying that th- this will not appeal to those people. Yes, I so agree. if you straight up need something either action-wise or something to be realistic, this is not the movie for you. You won't enjoy it. But for casual horror fans, for people who like suspense built up and people who just enjoy like extraterrestrial terrestrial type the of stuff. The people
1: that would like this movie, I think, are the same people that would like The Ritual.
0: Okay. Yeah, I can see that
1: it has a very kind of similar where you don't really see what's happening and they kind of hint at it and then like at the end it all builds up to show
0: yeah yeah i can definitely see that uh but i definitely enjoyed it um we're definitely gonna have to get you to see get out that's a very different horror movie um phenomenal but it's different um I still have not seen Oz, so that's one that I'd like to see. Um, And then, uh, that's it. Like I said, Jordan Peele only did three things so far. He helped with the remake of Candyman, which spoiler, I fucking hated. Did absolutely nothing for me. Some people love it. Some people uh, say, I've seen one person say it's okay. Everybody else is either on love or hate with that movie, and I'm strongly on the hate side. I love the original. The original is so freaking good. This one, did not hit any of the marks that i was so hyped for this remake yeah i couldn't wait for it i went to theaters opening night and i was just like that sucked that That pissed me off but either way uh he did not write or direct but he helped produce that one so he does have he dabbles in other stuff at this point but i'm very excited to see what he can bring in the future for us but until next time this is the horror's edge and i'm phil
1: and i'm Stacey. we'll
0: catch you next time